and welcome to the Naturopathic Family Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Michael Smith, a naturopathic physician on a mission to help individuals and families achieve health and wellness across the lifespan and throughout generations. Thank you for joining me today. I am so excited to be here on this inaugural episode of this podcast, and I want to just dive in uh, right off the bat, talking about primary care. We often hear the need to have that we need to have a primary care physician, but what does that mean? Maybe sometimes our insurance told us that we need to, or maybe they assigned us one. Maybe we've been to them, maybe we haven't. Primary care in medicine is the first or primary uh, place that individuals can go to receive health care. They're often like the gatekeepers or the of, of other specialties. They help the, with the goal of developing a relationship with patients so that they can then make sure that their care is managed. They send out referrals. They are the ones that may, are the one overseeing their prescriptions and things like that. There are three main categories in a way of primary care. There uh, is the idea of primary care for kids or children's or pediatrics is the specialty. For adults, that specialty is, is referred to as internal medicine. And now family medicine is the primary care specialty that kind of encompasses both of those. A family medicine doctor is one who is able to care for children and adults and kind of provide that care for a family as a whole. There are a lot of primary care doctors um, in our healthcare system. Um, some numbers that I found from 2019 show that there were about a quarter of a million or about 228,000 primary care physicians in the United States. Now, that was 2019, so several years back, and it was also from the American Medical Association, which represents physicians. That probably doesn't include uh, physicians' assistants and nurse practitioners and others who provide that mid-level care, often acting as a primary care provider for many patients. So that might seem like a lot, but we also have to remember that the population of the United States is roughly 333 million as of 2022. So we're comparing 333 million compared to 250,000, let's just say, by this point, um, primary care physicians, we're less, that's less than one to a thousand. One doctor caring for more than a thousand patients. And that's um, consistent I've, uh, with some other statistics that I found that the average patient panel or the number of patients that a physician has is about 2,000 plus or minus. Um, I'm sure that there could be other numbers found uh, with that as well. But that means that with one doctor seeing 2,000 patients, often for multiple visits over the course of a year, that's that doctor is averaging about 80 patients, according to one statistic I found, per week. That's 80 patients per week. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a lot of patients to keep track of and to support. 
And it also doesn't allow physicians or providers to develop that really strong relationship with their doctor. I've heard the numbers shared that the average length of a primary care visit is somewhere between 7 to 16 minutes. I've heard different numbers over the, over time. But if you're only spending 16 minutes with a patient, you're talking as a patient for maybe five of those minutes. The doctor's doing some physical exams for a couple of those minutes. He's typing on the computer, he or she. They are typing on a on the computer to document the encounter, to put in refills for prescriptions. They are um, typing up a treatment plan, things like that, and then explaining it. All of that has to happen in 16 minutes. That's not a lot of time. And when, as a society, we are increasingly becoming, having a higher burden of disease, with chronic disease being predominant among so many people, there seems to be a need for greater relationships with our primary care doctors. And with the time and the systems that are in place right now, that just makes it difficult to achieve. Now, I want to pause here and give a very um, clear disclaimer that I have the highest of respect for my colleagues who are medical doctors, MDs, DOs, NPs, PAs uh, in the primary care and family medicine settings. They are ones that I work with, um, I collaborate with, and we're working together to achieve the health care of our patients. As a naturopathic physician, I'm often seeing patients sometimes in a primary care role, like I'm acting as their primary care, but sometimes I'm acting in, in an adjunctive role in which I am helping work alongside their primary care doctor and working on more natural holistic options that maybe they're not able to achieve with their primary care doctor. So I, I don't criticize primary care doctors at all. I think I think the challenge is not is is more the systems that they're working under, the health, the current healthcare systems largely driven by insurance and insurance reimbursements and the insurance company is saying that oh they need to see a certain number of patients per hour in order to meet their quotas and and things like that. Primary care doctors, pediatricians, internal medicine doctors, family medicine doctors, they do so many amazing things for so many people. And um, the, what I want to help alleviate is the challenges that exist in the primary care setting. I want to provide that care for patients and individuals, for children, adults, families as a whole, when I'm in a setting that's not rushed that's not dictated by insurance, that we can dive into the root cause of disease, of health, of nutrition, lifestyle. We talk about exercise and stress and so many other things that are not able to be done in a normal healthcare setting to the extent that is needed. Back in the day, I say back in the day, it might have been even less than 100 years ago, 
But there's this idea of having a doctor, like one doctor serving an entire town um, or, or village or area, and they are there, they come to the patients. Maybe they have an office, but they often go do home visits and see patients in their own homes, their own native settings. And um, I feel like that's admirable. The one, the most prominent story that comes to mind is um, the story, uh, the series of Little House on the Prairie by Laura Ingalls Wilder. Now, I don't remember it as we've been, as my family has read those books um, on several times now, actually. Um, but it, it it shows up more in the movies in the nineteen seventy three seventy four ish season, um, multiple seasons of that. TV show where Dr. Baker is the town doctor. Um, I believe the town was Walnut Grove. He he goes around and helps patients with everything, with birth, with delivering babies, with death, helping take care of people who are chronically sick and kind of everything in between. He's the doctor. He goes into their homes and he makes, uh, makes sure that people are healthy. He has those relationships with people. He wants to support them and nourish them, nurture them the best way that he can and meeting the the needs of the family as a whole in their in their native setting. From my own personal family history, there's a story of the 1918 flu epidemic that spread across North America and elsewhere. Uh, It was right after World War II, World War I, excuse me. And um, my great-grandmother was a child then. She was living in a small town in southern Alberta in Canada. And her mother, my great-great-grandmother, Martha Minerva Ellis, McMullen was amazing and did so many things to help her family. And she didn't do it alone. She was supported by a new doctor that had just arrived from England named Dr. Field. And this Dr. Field guy gave guidance to my great great grandmother that when there was this flu, to separate the children, to have separate beds, and to get rid of the bunk beds, but have single cots and separate um, separate the children who were sick. My great-grandmother, who wrote a biography of her mother, wrote about... Um, that we were to have brandy and milk to bring down the fever with no solid foods, only fruit juices. Um, Her little hospital was effectively operated, and even our little brother's convulsion ended favorably on some of that brandy. Um, The mother mother and father didn't, didn't have that influence, but they were exhausted by caring for the children and others in their community, who were affected by that, who died. There's the need for a family doctor. 
And I want to be like Dr. Baker from Little House in the Prairie. I want to be like this Dr. Field who came from England to Tabor, Alberta in 1918 and helped my great-great-grandmother care for her children. I want to be able to develop those relationships with patients, with families, and to be able to treat not only individuals, but families as a whole. I believe that when possible, medicine is best practiced on a family unit. Families are the most basic unit of society, and it would make sense that families are the setting in which healthcare is best practiced. I've heard it said from one of my mentors that if you want to treat the family, start with the mother. Mothers are often the gatekeepers of healthcare in their home. They're the ones, like my great-great-grandmother, Martha, to care for their children, to wear themselves out and making sure that their children are, are as healthy as possible, staying up in the night, waking up. This comes simply even when they're not sick, but breastfeeding for newborn infants, waking up with children, and so forth. Um, there are many opportunities for fathers too, but I think I speak specifically about mothers because of all the things that they do. They're the ones that schedule doctor's appointments. They take their children to the doctor, either away take, checking them out of school or taking them after or whatever it may be. I have seen my wife do that with our two children, helping them with their health and wellness. And I want to support when possible and as much as I can those mothers and fathers and parents who are caring for their children. So how am I going to do that? How am I going to be able to make a difference for other people? And I believe that comes through the naturopathic medicine with which I've been trained. I just, I have completed a four-year naturopathic medical education in which I was trained in primary care medicine. I learned about the basics, the pharmacology, the, sorry, excuse me, the physiology, the anatomy, the biochemistry, all those things. We dived, dove into all of the body systems, the heart, the lungs, the nervous system, the liver, your, the GI system, so many other things, how they work, what happens when they go wrong, how to treat them. And not only how to treat them with medicine and, pharma, and pharmacological interventions, but but also natural medicine, natural remedies, things that are low risk, um, safe, easy to use, readily available, and that harness the healing power of nature. Naturopathic medicine is a specialty of primary care medicine, of medicine generally, that's been around for hundreds of years. I dare say that it could actually be around, we could say that it's been around for thousands of years but really it's been formalized in the more in recent past naturopathic medicine in the united states in north america and and perhaps other areas of the world i think has its roots in part from natural healing practitioners in europe um, there are 
as many uh, Father Sebastian Knipe is one that comes to mind, and the others using the healing power of water, hot and cold, using nature, plants, other things. That tradition came to the United States, um, took root with many different providers, one of them named Benedict Lust, um, who's, who really founded naturopathic medicine in the United States. It's, as it's grown, it's been able to influence and help so many individuals across so many demographics achieve wellness. And when the conventional medical system is not able to provide answers to questions or solutions, patients often find what they're hoping for in terms of health from naturopathic doctors, naturopathic medical doctors, naturopathic physicians. There are six main principles upon which naturopathic medicine is built. And I believe it's these principles that help distinguish naturopathic medicine from conventional or allopathic medicine. The first of these principles is the idea of the healing power of nature. Naturopathic medicine recognizes that inside of each human being, there is an innate healing ability within each of us. And by stimulating that healing ability, we can achieve that health and wellness that we need. Interestingly, that nature inside of us is helped so much by the nature outside of us. The principles of fresh air, sunlight, being outside, being amidst plants and animals, the ecosystems that we live, even bugs and, and um, insects, so many things around us influence our health. And the nature that's inside of us is so much helped by the nature that is outside of us. Naturopathic medicine and naturopathic doctors are trained specifically to connect the two, to help individuals achieve that connection with nature. The second principle, there are six, I don't know if there's any order to them specifically, but the second one on, on my list is the principle of identifying and treating the cause, going to the roots. When a patient comes in, it's not just the symptoms that I'm looking at, but I'm thinking about what is going on inside their body to cause those symptoms. What is the root? What are we really treating? Yes, we can treat the symptoms. There are many amazing, both pharmacological and natural, um, non-pharmacological treatments for symptoms. Treating symptoms is important. However, it's only a band-aid unless we can treat the root cause. And that's the goal of naturopathic medicine is to treat that root cause, not just put a band-aid on it, suppress it, or get rid of those symptoms. Naturopathic doctors aim to do no harm. And that's the third principle. And when I say do no harm, healing sometimes causes pain. And I've done minor surgery procedures 
in which I'm inflicting pain, I'm injecting things, I'm I'm removing toenails or skin or whatever, and it's painful. It's going to hurt. However, when possible, use I want to, and I, other naturopathic doctors want to as well, use the least intervention possible. R- aim for the lowest amount of side effects, minimizing the risk, minimizing the harm that cause that is that may come from treatments. I I am trying to think about if there's any treatments, naturopathic treatments that don't come without side effects. I'm struggling to think of some. There are as many that are really safe, but we also need to be careful be mindful that everyone's body is different and responds differently. So what might work for person A is not gonna, maybe not necessarily going to work for person B. So we need to balance that and recognize and aim for minimizing that risk, that harm. Naturopathic doctors see themselves as a teacher. Naturopathic doctors want to educate their patients about what's going on in their bodies and really empower patients to make changes on their own that will support their health and well-being. As a doctor, I can't go into my patients' homes and see what they're eating and wake them up in the morning and ship them off to the gym to go out work out. I can't do that. But I can teach them when they come to me of how to do that and help with that motivation, that encouragement, that support that, that the patients need in order to get that momentum toward better health. I've often seen, I've seen it in my training, in my practice, and I've heard it from others that oftentimes that doctor-patient relationship can itself be therapeutic. Patients who come in to see their doctor and given the chance to be heard, to ask questions, to have a doctor who listens to them, that in and of itself can be therapeutic. And that comes from that doctor-patient relationship that's strong, that's based off of the principle of doctor as teacher, or in Latin, docere. I've seen it, and I, I, I feel like it's really powerful. The fifth principle of naturopathic medicine is that of treating the whole person. When someone comes in for one symptom, they, I want to focus on that. However, I also look at them as a whole being. We're not just made of our heart. And if our blood pressure is high, we don't just look at our heart. If we're having GI pain, we don't just look at our gut stomach, intestines, whatever it may be. There's a whole system. I really like the idea that our bodies are like this 3D web that's connected. Our brain all the way down to our toes, our heart, our lungs, our liver, our bowels, 
our arms, our hands, everything is connected to each other. And when we're strengthening one, it strengthens the rest of the body. Naturopathic doctors, myself included, focus on treating the whole person. And they're physical, they're emotional, they're mental, they're spiritual, they're as a person, as a whole person. That's holistic health. Lastly, is the principle of prevention. Naturopathic doctors want to prevent disease as much as possible. When we can prevent it the first time from ever happening, that's primary prevention. If someone's had a heart attack, we can prevent it from coming back. That's secondary prevention. Whatever that prevention looks like, we want to prevent things from getting worse. We want to prevent things from getting to the point that we can't control it. And that's a main focus of naturopathic doctors, of naturopathic medicine. Now, those are the six principles. The healing power of nature, identifying and treating the cause, the root cause, doing no harm, the doctor is teacher, treating the whole person, and prevention. Now, when we work on achieving that, we recognize that we're not able to solve everything. As a primary care doctor, I know that I'm not going to get solutions to everything myself. I have my expertise. But if somebody has a broken bone, they need to go to the hospital. If someone is having an emergency with their health, they need to go to the ER. If someone needs some detailed heart workup for whatever heart disease, they need to see a cardiologist, and I'm going to refer them for that. I've referred patients for physical therapy. I've referred patients for specialty diagnostic testing and imaging and labs. Things that are not necessarily my strength. But as part of this healthcare system, naturopathic doctors are uniquely able to contribute to the health of so many people through their through these principles of naturopathic medicine implemented each appointment for every patient that they see. Before I get going even further, I want to just pause for a minute and talk about the differences even within naturopathic medicine. For me, I've, I have a... a I've attended a four-year accredited naturopathic medical school. There are, I believe, seven in North America. There might be eight. I'm not, I lost track. But there are specific schools in which naturopathic medicine is taught. With a four-year degree, just like uh, traditional allopathic medical schools, osteopathic schools. And with that training, as a naturopathic doctor, I'm able to go to the state, many states and provinces in the United States and Canada and apply for a naturopathic medical license, a license to practice naturopathic medicine. 
In many states, that comes with the designation of ND, or naturopathic doctor. In some states, like where I am in Idaho, that comes with the, de the designation of naturopathic medical doctor, or NMD. So my title is Dr. Michael Smith, NMD. That, in part, distinguishes my, my training and my licensure from somebody else who is a naturopathic doctor and maybe a wonderful provider, but who has not accomplished that same level of education, who is not um, qualified for or has sat for licensing examinations, which for me was a three-day process, um, 500 questions over 13 hours, to make sure that I knew about naturopathic medicine. And I needed to pass those before I could get my license. Other people have not had that. Maybe they've done a, a shorter education program. Maybe they just want to call themselves an ND. So I, I, I think it's important that when you are looking for a naturopathic doctor for yourself or for your family, to find one that has been to a an accredited four-year medical school. Bastyr University in Seattle or San Diego the National University of Natural Medicine, where I attended in Portland, Oregon. There's the Bush, uh, There's the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. There's a campus, the Boucher Campus in Vancouver, British Columbia, and in, one in Toronto. There's uh, Sonoran University, used to be the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine in the Phoenix area of Arizona. And then the National University of Health Sciences, NUHS, in the Chicago area. And those schools are accredited. They are able to provide that quality naturopathic education that distinguishes an NMD, at least in Idaho, like I am, from an ND. So be mindful to know what type of care you're going to receive may be determined by the type of education that that private provider received. And again, I have uh, re great respect for those providers. They do amazing things, but we just have different trainings, and I just wanted to highlight that. How can naturopathic medicine address the needs of an entire family? As a naturopathic family medicine doctor or naturopathic physician focused on family medicine, I want to help address the health of individuals within the family, but also the family as a whole. There's a few ways that I think that that can happen that I've seen happen well. One of them is through diet. Say that multiple individuals within the family or household have different food allergies or sensitivities that might not be the same as each other. They might contradict. If there's dairy-free, gluten-free, some different intolerances to foods. And I recognize how hard it can be for the mother or the father or whoever's whoever is meal planning to find those meals and food options that can satisfy all of the family members ideally at the same time without having to create multiple meals over and over again. Naturopathic doctors have a specific training in nutrition in helping individuals across the lifespan get adequate nutrients, uh, meet those needs that they have. 
and can help work with individuals and uh, parents to find those foods, find those meals that can help with all of those members of the family. As a naturopathic doctor, I've seen it with my mentors and with myself. I can go from talking about a well child check for a toddler to talking about abnormal thyroid or lipid levels for the parent. And within the same visit, maybe they're back-to-back visits with mom and child or parent and child, back-to-back, I can I can tr- make that transition and be able to provide that care along that continuum of the family. One of my mentors was a naturopathic midwife. And she would go to houses and deliver babies and not only deliver, but then be able to provide that care as a naturopathic doctor in her office for those well child checks when those kids were growing up. And I've heard her share about how over time she would deliver babies and those babies would grow up and then they would have babies and she would deliver both both babies for multiple generations. And it's amazing to see that type of care being able to be offered by a naturopathic physician, someone who knows the family, not only all the members of the family, but for multiple generations. I find that so fascinating and so part of what I want to do. I think another way that naturopathic doctors can address the needs of the whole family is through home visits. I Like we mentioned earlier with the examples of Little House in the Prairie with my great-great-grandmother receiving help from uh, this physician during the 1918 flu pandemic, doctors would go to houses and see people there where they're sick. Not necess- not always coming in, to having patients come into their office. And I want to revive that. I want to bring that back as much as I can. Now, there are logistics, there are complications, there are situations I recognize when that's not going to be possible. And coming in to see the doctor is the best thing at their office. But when possible, I think it's something that would be really cool to bring back. As I get going on this podcast and as I start sharing things, as I bring people on, I really want to focus on helping individuals and families achieve that health and wellness. That's my permission. That's my passion. Whether I'm talking about nutrition for toddlers or encouraging men, men, dads, the male figures in our lives to go to the doctor helping support mothers navigating all these health challenges of multiple children, whatever that looks like, that's my goal. And I hope that you'll join me for this adventure. Um, As I've started my practice, I've seen the impact that parents can have on children, on their children. I've seen throughout my training and practice parents that are really dedicated and wanting the very best for their children and their health, their children's health, going to great lengths for that, to achieve that. I feel like I was one of the children 
with several medical journeys and experiences in my own childhood and youth where my mother went especially and my dad too but especially my mother went to great lengths to help provide me that best health care that I could given some rather complicated things going on I know personally of the influence that parents have on their children's health and I'm here to support that the very best that I can if you've never tried naturopathic medicine I want to invite you to There are naturopathic doctors all over the United States, all over Canada. Some states, they're not licensed. They're not able to uh, practice as a full-on naturopathic medical doctor, naturopathic doctor. But they can consult. They can talk with you. They can work with you. And I invite you to try it out as much as your circumstances and your abilities allow. If you need help finding a naturopathic doctor in your area, there's two websites that I recommend. One is naturopathic.org. It's the association, the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, and also the uh, find a doctor, find a natural doctor.com, a page and directory sponsored by the Institute for Natural Medicine. And as you do, I hope that you'll allow yourself to connect with nature to be able to go to the root cause, even if that root cause is hard. To do things that are not hard, to change your lifestyle, like is discussed in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, to dive in and and try to be 1% better than you were yesterday. Start today. You can do it. The power is within you. And I'm here to say, Thanks so much for listening, and have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for listening to the Naturopathic Family Podcast. If you've enjoyed this, don't hesitate to share it with a friend that might benefit from this as well. And we'll see you next time.